Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.、Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and、uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Truths to be self-evident: that all men are created equal; that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, and among these, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Hey, welcome to another for liberty's sake. This is Eric Thompson out in California with Rich. Hey, hey, how's it going? Hey, I can't hear you, Rich. Are you muted? Nope. <laughs> I'm not sure. Bill's character. Yes, it does. Oh, there you go. You know what? I'm not there. Now you are. Okay. There I am. Right. Thank you guys for joining us, and、uh, we're getting rolling here. It's it's about eleven o'clock California time, but I'm still I'm still getting my bruise in my system. So <laughs> bear with me.、Um, I don't know, but last night, Rich, I didn't sleep. You ever have one of those nights where you're gonna save the world and you can't get any sleep? Oh, tossing and turning from one on and watching the clock, looking over at, going, okay, only five minutes have passed. <laughs> That's what I kept doing because I was I was uploading our show to a new network that we're expanding on, and then I started looking at today's stories. And I'm going to open up. This wasn't in our schedule, but I'm going to open up with a little video here for the first segment, Rich, because、um, I, I I I think people need to understand who Karl Marx was. Who? Uh, well, it's not taught in the history books, <laughs> right? <Sure> that <laughs> except for Marxism, where they teach like in economics classes at colleges. They try to teach who you know. We need to be a there's the rich and the poor, and then and this is how you can redistribute wealth. But I'm a I'm more and more concerned every day as I'm watching the Biden administration buy into this whole Marxism idea. And most people, when I ask them, I'm like, okay, who,、uh, especially the youth, our kids, right?、Um, right. Wh- 
why do you like Marxism or why 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 do 30 percent of the youth want to be Marxist communist? Because they don't know what it is. Yeah, they don't know what it is. So here is a clip. Um, We're going to go. I'm going to play it's Prager University. They do a good job telling us who Karl Marx is. Click that button. Now, let's see if we can. I may not have done the click the box. So let me start over. This was a technical thing yesterday when we were trying to uh, do the show. And if I don't click a box, you don't hear it. And then, <laughs> and then you guys stare at me as you see the mouse moving. Here we go. I, here is the box. I clicked it this time. Good. Good, Eric. And here we go. Let's start over. Who is Karl Marx? Ideas have consequences, sometimes good, sometimes bad, and sometimes catastrophic, like the ideas of Karl Marx. Born in Trier, Germany in 1818, Marx didn't invent communism, but it was on his ideas that Lenin and Stalin built the Soviet Union, Mao built communist China, and innumerable other tyrants from the Kims in North Korea to the Castros in Cuba built their communist regimes. Ultimately, those regimes and movements calling themselves Marxist murdered about 100 million people and enslaved more than a billion. Marx believed that workers, specifically those who did manual labor, were exploited by capitalists, the people who owned, as Marx put it, the means of production, specifically factories, but who did very little physical labor themselves. Only a workers' revolution, Marx wrote in Das Kapital, could correct this injustice. What would that revolution look like? Marx and his collaborator, Friedrich Engels, spelled it out point by point in the Communist Manifesto. It included the abolition of property and inheritance and the centralization of credit, communication, and transport in the hands of the state. And a lot more along the same lines. Sound familiar? Just looking at the news. In other words, the state owns and controls pretty much everything. This notion was widely discussed. Okay, Rich, so I think think, um, he's hitting it right there, and this is what the colleges have been teaching and this is what when we talk to the kids we need to understand that that in the 1800s marx and and engel they're looking around going well there's poor people and there's rich people and there's there's this evil corporations that that the owners seem to have a lot of money and so let's deal with class warfare and let's deal with an uprising and then go after the bad people that own the companies and make them give us more of their profits. One way or another, we're going to take it by force, hook or crook, right. and we're going we'll to force it. We'll first, and then we'll take. That's right. And, and, and what do we get out of that, Rich? We get entitlement, right? The, the, yeah. this, young, this young generation. I deserve $15 an hour. I deserve a free college. I deserve, I deserve. a mansion on the hill. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, well, let's finish this up here and, and just just try to when you guys are watching this, this is the guy that is behind his ideology is behind what the colleges are teaching and why we're having Black Lives Matter, Antifa and all of the issues, the ideas of Karl Marx. And what's scary is I always used to tell my kids because, you know, they're the college age and I didn't want them to be taught. I said, ignore what your teacher says at her personal with her personal views. And as much as you can, because it's being taught, you know, even from high school on, actually, even goes further back to middle school. But um, now it's actually going to be in the books, <laughs> you know, so they don't have to teach their personal agendas anymore. It's going to be actually in the books. And that's the scary part. 
But the problem is, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll finish the rest of the video after the first break, but the problem that I'm seeing is it's actually given justification to social justice violence. This, this idea that we have to take by force if these corporations and rich people do not want to give it by, by charity. If they don't want to go along, we will force them violently, if necessary, to cause change. Right. And that's kind of what Maxine said, you know, right. We're going to, you know, the conf confrontation. But the thing is, is <laughs> I'd like to see him do it. The, I mean, the only way is the government and then the government. I mean, I'd like to see the black lives and teeth and all that try to do it. You know, the only person I think that could try to possibly even succeed is our federal government. And that's where we have to stand our ground. You know, do, do you think do you think our generation and younger up, you know, down to that point of Marxism. Do you think the average person that works their job, goes to church and is trying to help their children transition into a parenthood? Do you think they're willing to to put pain and their own welfare in risk, you know, of, of actually being hurt? Do you think people are willing to do that? Uh, I'm not. I mean, I know. So I, it's, you know, it's, it's baffling. I, I, there's no way. So, so, I mean, how do we, since they don't mind going on the streets and burning down buildings and, and now they've got a Marxist, I call him a comrade or chairman Biden in the white house. Uh, they seem to be avalanche coming at us really hardcore and yeah, moving fast. And I don't know. I, I, my concern is that the, the, my, the majority of us aren't going to, we're not willing to do what it takes to stop them. Right. And, and that's what happened with the Capitol, you know, is everybody else attacks everybody on the street. The left attack people on the street, but we go straight to the source after we get frustrated. And it wasn't just sit there and riot and loot. It's supposed to be a nice protest, but you have just like Nantifa and BLMs, you have planners. You have people that plan in there. They go in. They, they their whole intent is to cause you know chaos, and it happens on any level of these new protests that are going on. It doesn't matter if it's in Portland or Washington Capitol, wherever it may be. It's the same. It's going to happen, and it's working. And that's social media. <laughs> when we get back, we're going to finish up with a little video here on who Karl Marx is, and then we're going to look at. The reason why I wanted to start with this is we're going to roll into what Biden's doing, and you're going to connect some dots. So thank you again right. for joining us. This is For Liberty's Sake with Rich and I, and we'll be right back. Thank you. Looks like you're not sleeping well. Yeah. How did you know? Hey, Megan! What? Hey, you're that guy. The my pillow guy. That's right, and I'm here to help you get the best sleep of your lives. <sighs> oh, you have a down pillow. Here's the problem with down pillows. You lay there, you feel comfortable, and guess what? It goes down, and you got one bent neck. So this pillow's no good, and I see you sleeping on memory foam. Right, right. Well, I'll show you what's wrong with that idea. Okay. Sleep's all about too high or too low, and I'm going to okay. show you where your comfort level would be. You know, that feels better. Right, that's better, better but I'm not going to sit and hold this all day. <laughs> so every morning you're getting up like, you know, it's not good. You're sleeping better. Much better. And you're looking good. I'm feeling feeling good. good. I knew you would.
food supplies have been completely wiped out. We have our evacuation of all counties. I report complete devastation. There are forces in this world that remind us of how fragile we are. We thought we were safe. We thought it could never happen to us. Then life like a fog descends upon us, blanketing our memories. Through the haze, we travel its hidden paths, lost in its secret places. And when the storm, turbulent and immovable, forces us to shelter, we remember. It calls to us, calls us back. Back to the ports and the harbors of our past. We fight the currents that pull and drag us off course, not a light or star to chart the way. And when we arrive, we don't always know it at first, the places we once loved guised by time. Then we see it, the place we've been trying to get back to, Safe at last, we've found our way home. Welcome back. Thank you so much for staying with Rich and I. And we're talking about Marxism. And I know a lot of people throw the term around. They're combining Marxism with socialism, with fascism. But I thought we would go back, uh, finish up this video here from PragerU on the, the origin, the origins of Marxism, which was a guy named Karl Marx. And it, the whole ideology is um, there's corporations, and there's evil capitalism and, and and they get these evil corporations to to make products as cheap as possible they want to pay out the, the least amount of wages they want to pollute the air they want to destroy the world and rich i think you said you have an article later explaining that difference between us and the youth that believe what this video is all about yeah it's it's very it's, i'm sure some people probably have read it but it is um it's enlightening. Well, here, let's, really let's, finish, let's finish the rest of the video here on who is Karl Marx. But nothing much came of it until Vladimir Lenin took power in Russia in 1917. This changed everything. Despite its repeated economic failures, Lenin's Russia, which became known as the Soviet Union, became the model for dictators around the world. Wherever Marx's ideas were practiced, life got worse. Not by a little, but by a lot. There is not a single exception to this rule. Not nope. the Soviet Union, not Eastern Europe, not China, not North Korea, not Vietnam, not Cuba, not Venezuela, not Bolivia, not Zimbabwe. Wherever Marxism goes, economic collapse, terror, and famine follow. 
So if cataclysmic failure, meaning terrible human suffering, is the inevitable legacy of Marxism, why do so many people, and now especially young people, defend it? Tell you. The most common answer Marxism's advocates offer is that they, whoever they are, Lenin, Stalin, Chavez, never really practiced Marxism. They all somehow got it wrong. Marxism, we are told, is, at its essence, about sharing what we have. Utopia. From each according paradise. to his ability to each according to his needs. We talked about that. Maybe that sounds paradise. good to you, but what does it mean? Who determines ability? Who determines need? The answer is the state. The, state. the ruling elite. Under Marxism, that's who has all the power. That's yep. why the truth is this. Marxist dictators like Lenin, Mao, and Pol Pot and Biden. really did get Marxism right. <laughs> They wanted absolute power, and Marxism gave them the way to get it. Karl Marx never had to face the consequences of his theories. He lived most of his adult life breathing the free air of London, England, living off the generosity of his collaborator and patron, How Engels, special. who, as it happens, inherited his money from his wealthy merchant father. Marx spent his days in the reading room of the British Museum, researching and writing. Although he was obsessed with the term I want to stop it there real quick. There, do you see? Do you see what or hear what he just said? But see it on the screen too. That Marx, Marx came from wealth from merchants who made money in capitalism. So he came from a wealthy family, and then he got welfare and aid from the state. Then he sat all of his time. Sat sat in the library, in his ivory castle coming up with how the world should work and bring gifts to him. Yeah. That doesn't work. Does it? If you, no. if you get rich have... off capitalism and then you, and then you sit in a, in a, you sit in a library and your own room going, how can I fix the world? I am Karl Marx. And I'm not I am brilliant. Right. I see. I saw poor people out in the streets and I am able to forget my entire past and my family's wealth. And, and come up with this system of making utopia around the world. Now, it's, it's never worked. No. But, hey, it's never been done right. That's what the kids are telling him, and that's what they've told me. Well, uh, Venezuela didn't do it right. Cuba no. didn't do it right. Russia didn't do it right. Cambodia, Vietnam didn't do it right. If they would have just done it right, then it would be perfect. What's the right way? Well, we don't know because it's never worked. <laughs> so what's the right way? Well, and again, that, that, yeah. that search for utopia will never happen. It'll never I, happen, ladies well, and gentlemen. Well, let's see. Let's and see that's how like Carl, I said, we yeah. were saying how you stick you in a corner with one of those VR headsets and it will, you know, tranquilize you, put you in your own world and watch you drool in the corner. There's your utopia, I guess, in this day. Well, <laughs> Carl was wrong, and uh, let's okay. So, what was the rest of his solution? Scientific. He was He was never uh, able to science. marshal data to prove his theories. Couldn't There's prove a good reason theories. for this. There was yeah. no data. There was that's no data. Right. Uh oh, that's a problem. For all You're a time in the library, Marx couldn't find any evidence to suggest that capitalism, the free exchange of goods and services through privately owned business, was a passing phase. Throughout the industrial age, working conditions constantly improved and wealth expanded. Marx had to rely on outdated reports to make his case. And even then, he had to manipulate the data to get it to conform to his predetermined <laughs> theories. But Marx really had no interest in proving his theories. He knew that they could be put into practice only by brute force. That's he right. said so himself. 
Of course, in the beginning, communism cannot be affected except by a means of despotic inroads. There you go. His ends could be attained only by the forcible overthrow of all existing social conditions. All existing social uh, conditions. That's religion, family, personal possessions. Free okay, are you guys getting that? So Nuclear for family, boom. Marxism, the only way it can be introduced and brought into a country is by getting rid of religion, getting rid of the family unit, uh, getting rid of uh, possessions, and, what you and freedoms. And let's see. Yay! That sounds like school, a good plan. Uh, Yay! Family. Oh, at, of... <laughs> uh, Pledge of Allegiance out of school. Uh, it's crazy. And how's yeah, it working, right? How's our country? Position. Are we more Are we more united or divided after? I mean, again, you know, this whole thing of capitalism started when we were, you know, two guys living in a valley, and I, I was good at building fences, and you were good at raising horses or pigs or cows or whatever right. it may be. Uh, you needed help with your fence, and I needed some food for my table. Hey, Eric, how about I come over and uh, do a little fence work to keep cattle in, and uh, right. you uh, maybe cut me down a couple of stakes there, and we'll be good to go. It pretty much started just like that. And those who did it well succeeded. Those who suck didn't succeed. It's pretty simple. I mean, that's what we're all about. Work hard. Make a success of your life. And if you can, pass it on. And then be generous to those who are less fortunate, but are at least trying to help themselves, help those who help themselves, just like but, the good old Lord does. But the thing is, is that <laughs> most people, I think, would agree with what this this uh, analysis of the failures of Marxism until you put in race. Right. Then this doesn't work because people of different colors uh, aren't given the same opportunities and so then Marxism must be allowed to come in and violently cause change to help the unrepresented people, the people that are not don't have the same opportunities to get more equity. And so they're relying on this this bullying fascist ideology taught by their professors as a way to go as the best solution to fixing America's problems. freedom and democracy. They all had to go. In order to achieve Marx's vision of an earthly paradise. Utopia. But since few people give up their liberties and property voluntarily, creating a Marxist yeah, state has it. always required guns, prisons, and summary executions. Wow. Marx's many disciples Great. from Lenin on never considered this a problem. Uh, Some, no like revolutionary poster boy Che Guevara, considered it a bonus. I don't need proof to execute a man, Che is said to have boasted. I only need proof that it's necessary to execute him. If you're wow. still a fan of Marxism after all the death, suffering, and destruction it's caused, that's your right. But that's own right. up to it. Don't hide behind the it's never really been tried line. It has. I'm Paul Kengor, Professor. Make sure you head over to PragerU and support them. But I think I think uh, that was a very revealing uh, summary of Marxism, of Good who time. started it. And in his in his magic room of wanting to create utopia, he came up with the idea of forcing everybody to submit to the state and then the state would redistribute wealth and then everybody would be happy, rich. And the problem is I'm still looking for that country and I don't see it. And I'm still looking for that utopia, you know, and I guess I'll never find it.
what's what's wrong with us? We're just so I think we're we have such white privilege that we can't see that if they just tweak it, it'll work. It, it'll um, because it'll work. it was never done right the first time. I mean, it, it never. How many people? Let's see, Venezuela, Cuba, uh, Russia. Yeah. Hundred million people have died trying. A hundred million citizens died by their government's hands trying to implement the democratic German Democratic Socialist Party with Hitler. That didn't go too good for people. You you got the you got Mussolini, you got Stalin, you've got uh Mao, you got Ch you got China, all these countries have tried, and now we're sitting here in twenty twenty one with the attack on capitalism, China communists are trying to take over the world india is sitting back and just growing exponentially and getting resources from us and i don't know democracy Rich, um, is going away democracy is going away religion's gone away Second um, Amendment. They, want you, they want your individuality to go away again yeah. they want you they want us all to be their little marionettes their little puppets again we shall give to them our earnings and let the government control everything we do and if you ever notice, anytime a governmental uh, uh, company runs something, be it healthcare, for yeah. example, it's horrible. The VA, but then you get a private sector that does just fine. Yeah, the VA. I mean, huge for veterans. Oh, I know, huge, huge overrun. So, well, there you go. There's your, there's your uh, lesson, Marx. history lesson today, and the economics lesson on Karl Marx and Marxism. And I say, new, no, new no, no, to Marxism. No. So, hey, thank you again. We'll be back in a few minutes, and we're going to jump into the fallout from following this worldview from the Biden administration. Don't go anywhere. Sue and Joe are two hardworking entrepreneurs, but recently business has been slow. The idea of launching an online store has crossed their minds, but the thought of designing, building, and managing an e-commerce website is a bit overwhelming. Luckily, Sue recently heard about ShopToTheRight.com, a new website where she can list and sell her products without the hassle of maintaining her own website. Best of all, ShopToTheRight already has shoppers ready to buy her products. ShopToTheRight.com is dedicated to connecting freedom-loving Americans and business owners. Learn more today at ShopToTheRight.com. Clean Slate Tax and your tax mess. Clean Slate Tax is a tax relief company that helps alleviate tax debts. Tax relief, tax credit, deduction, small businesses, we do it all. Find out if you're eligible for tax debt relief. Call Clean Slate Tax today at 888-839-6139. That's 888-839-6139. Looks like you're not sleeping well. Yeah. How did you know? And Megan! What? Hey, you're that guy. The My Pillow guy. That's right, and I'm here to help you get the best sleep of your lives. <sighs> oh, you have a down pillow. Here's the problem with down pillows. You lay there, you feel comfortable, and guess what? It goes down, and you got one bent neck. So this pillow is no good, and I see you sleeping on memory foam. Right, right. Well, I'll show you what's wrong with that idea. Okay. Sleep's all about too high or too low, and I'm going to okay. show you where your comfort level would be. 
that's you know that feels better right that's better, better but i'm not going to sit and hold this all day <laughs> so every morning you're getting up like you know it's not good you're sleeping better much better and you're looking good feeling, feeling good. good i knew you would Welcome back. Thank you again for joining Rich and I out here in California. This is for liberty's sake. Hey. A show Monday through Saturday to make sure that you're getting information on what's going on. <laughs> Every time you I hear around, it, I, think I know you look around and go, <laughs> what's going on? Why, why are people burning down buildings and why are people – did you see what's going on in New York? Way off subject here a little bit, I should say. Not way off, but you see what they're doing to these poor people from Asia? Uh, they're no, walking down the it. street, and these black guys are walking up and just beating them senseless. That was today? It was like the last couple of days, like in L.A. Uh, and out in New York. They're just two little ladies walking down, and some guy just – and there was a Sikh, a guy, you know, the Sikh religion, right. took right. a hammer and hit him in the head. Jeez, disgusting. I know, but, <laughs> but it's like, well, but nobody wants to talk about it in the news because right. the, the people doing it don't have – white skin and that is a very sad commentary on things now we're going to dive into the idea of of marxism is actually underneath the workings of the great reset which is the deconstructing of nations getting rid of borders and somehow rich we're going to have kumbaya if we get rid of all borders if we re, if we redistribute wealth because nobody's going to be greedy or want to steal or hurt no. somebody or if everybody gold. has if everybody had the same amount of money do you think people would still rob others oh no because we're all equal and nobody's going to overspend <laughs> foolishly no could never be and if nobody had a gun do you think bad guys would still get the guns and rule we know it okay well here is uh, common sense <laughs> we have a we have a department of homeland security that's supposed to keep us our borders safe and and make sure everything stays okay unless you have a globalist marxist in power this is from breitbart department of homeland security chief this is a guy that's supposed to keep our borders secure right keep us safe we should not see borders as quote lines that mark national boundaries and divide us unquote hmm how does that work out practically well, okay. don't we have lines that divide states? <laughs> don't we have doors on our homes <laughs> and property lines where you can't just go into somebody's house? Correct. And fences around my house. And alarms and car and locks on our cars. It's just, you know, the alarm aspect and all that is shameful that we have to have them. But, you know, the fence aspect, hey, it's my property. You know, we're trying to get dogs. We try to keep the things in. You know, that's just being a responsible owner. <laughs> Well, no, not not to not to this guy because I'm no. actually going. I'm going to go ahead and get him set up because he has a little video where I want you to hear out of his own mouth that borders are really um, kind of racist and they're really unnecessary. And uh, let's see here. Let's go over to uh, let's go over here to Twitter and I think we can listen to him. Is it going to points of contact? Okay, here we go. Oh, that's for four hours. We're not doing that, Rich. Not going to do that. Okay. 
But basically, the guy told he was. A, this was from an America's Society Council of the Americas, um, and he said, "Quote: Rather than viewing borders solely as a lines that mark national boundaries, we should see borders as a point of connection. This view recognizes the good we can offer each other and the connections between international exchange and economic vitality." That was a U.S. Secretary a Secretary of Homeland Security, Alexandro Mayorkas, on Tuesday. And as he basically is talking about the Western Hemisphere, that that we should just get rid of borders and share our thoughts, and it kind of like kind of like Rich that he's saying, well, we should have little lines where we can come up and say, "Hi, I'm at your line, and and I'm going to come in, and you can't and stop here's me." Here's a chicken for your dog. We're going to exchange yeah. it right over the border. Or here is my eight children to go on your welfare system, and you give me nothing. And, Ready, I, and I'm going to give you, you know, I'm going to sit there and say it is a point of connection to where we should be able to do um, a trade and, right. and so forth. But it also is a division, is a line saying this is where exactly my property begins and your property ends. And we need to have that wall. Hey, I am all for anyone who is being suffered and has, you know, looking for asylum to go through the proper proper channels. Anyone who wants to migrate to this this country, come through the proper channels. Come on in. You do it the right way. Hot damn. But when you actually step across the border, young kids, it doesn't matter. You're breaking the law and you should be punished. It said somewhere in this that we need to be compassionate. And so we, yes, to those who are doing it the right way, when soon as you come across the border illegally, you've broken the law. The compassion aspect to me goes right out the window because you broke the law. You're a criminal. I don't care if you're a young kid or whatever, because the coyotes and the drug cartels, they're hiring these kids. They're getting these kids. And the sad thing is some of their families are threatened. But the bottom line is build the wall to prevent these illegal crossings. Have them come to because that'll prevent the coyotes, the sex trafficking, all the drug trafficking, all that, and do it the right way. And we will have compassion and care all the way through from the moment you step in. We'll, you know, take care of you, but you got to do it the right way. But that's, why? But, you know? but there, what the Biden administration, well, and what yeah, the Marxists would say is, again, that's racist. You're, you're xenophobic. You don't really like people with brown color. So Bullshit. you white people saying you just don't come in regardless if you've got the cartel with the shotgun to your head about to chop up your child. You can't come in because we don't want you in our country because we're anti people of color. Is what the left that's is a honest. moronic thought. That's that's a, what if they, if they think that way. That's again. You tell me if my neighbor thinks that way or they're morons, too. Um, well, if you think uh, that way, you're a moron. <laughs> Well, they would because say, "Don't, don't come over if the you right come way." To my country, the right way, and do it. I then you're, it's fine and dandy. It's the people that are doing it the wrong way. Period. Well, he's saying that there is no wrong way because the borders really shouldn't exist. They're just a well, line for us to come and shake hands at. Now, he said this amidst uh, the border crisis at the U.S.-Mexican border, fueled by migrant surge, primarily primarily from Central America's northern. Triangle region. I'm going to teach you something. You're going to hear this term a lot. The Northern Triangle region. Okay. You, you may hear this from the left. That Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. Yeah. They, they connect. Okay. So if you hear Central America's Northern Triangle region, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador. The, so they're pouring up from these countries because they're being invited by the, the Biden administration. And they come on up 
and they're overflowing, and Border Patrol is losing their minds. And in, and then he, and in the midst of that, this guy tells this conference on the the Western Hemisphere or the we, or the Western countries that um oh uh, we just need to collectively quit thinking as borders as borders. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus as millions of people are trying to bull rush into our country right well, who's coming across? Let's take a look at. Well, okay, this will be interesting. Let's let's go to this one. Okay, uh, trivia question: Since Biden assigned Kamala Harris to be responsible for the border about six weeks ago, eight weeks ago. Okay, Rich, since Kamala is in charge, how many do you think she reached out to Texas or Arizona? Because she's in charge. I don't even think she's been down there, but I, I really haven't been following her. I, when I heard that she was being put in charge of it, I laughed. I'm like going to all people to be put in charge of it, not her. Um, but I'm sure she probably hasn't spoken a word or <laughs> been there. <laughs> so this is this she is has the one... no desire to be involved with that. That's that's under the rug for her. It's it's beneath her. I her actually goals. think I actually think they want the borders open. Yeah. Um, so here's Kamala. She 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 knows that Joe's days are numbered, and we'll get to that later. This is her opportunity to show how she's a leader, and she hasn't done squat. She didn't even go to the Triangle Nations and talk to them and say, "You really should quit sending your your people up to our country because they don't have any money, and and we're kind of overrun." She hasn't even visited those nations to talk to them, and according to Breitbart. Um, they reached out to Texas and Arizona's governors and they haven't spoken to Kamala. And they have been yelling and screaming down there. How I mean, is that? The border off, uh, patrol officers are just going, they're pulling their hair out. I mean, their hands are so tied. They got their own zip ties on their own hands. Charlie Spearing uh, over there at Breitbart wrote that President Biden and VP Kamala Harris have not reached out to two Republican governors in border states to address the ongoing migrant crisis, according to reports, quote, in a word, no, unquote, Texas Governor Greg Abbott said to a Fox business anchor, Maria, I always mess up her name, Bartaroma, Bartaroma something like that, who asked him in a recent interview whether Biden or Harris had contacted him, quote, very difficult very different from the prior administration, unquote, Abbott added, referring to the former uh, President Donald Trump. A spokesman for Arizona Governor Republican Doug Ducey also expressed frustration that Biden or Harris have not reached out, quote, the administration has not reached out to us on this issue, unquote. They seem that Biden administration seems to be, quote, divorced from reality, unquote. Thank you. Oh, they just reiterate, reinforce what I said. They're totally out in space somewhere. It's kind of like if you had a flood coming in your house and the plumber, you're you're waiting for him to call you and he never does, Rich. (laughs) What what happens to your house? 
Does it float away eventually? Because you're waiting it, for help, right? Because you've been told by the federal government that they're responsible for the border, that you cannot enforce laws right. as a state. And you're waiting. And, and uh, waiting and waiting and waiting. And the only conclusion we can come up with, being that we're brilliant people, is that they want the borders open, they want people pouring in, and they don't want anybody looking. Like It's like Oz, don't look behind the curtain. That's right. Pulling don't the look strings. at the border. But don't look at saying that they wanted to give billions of dollars to these countries also? And well, they get, they're giving them money, but they're yeah, not. To help, you know, keep the, keep, you know, to help the poor, which is foolish. Again, common sense makes no sense because half of these countries, most of these countries are ran by the drug cartels. So that's going to be just put right back into the cartels and continue the human smuggling and drug trafficking. Well, they, again, that yeah, all makes sense. Because the argument is if you give these countries money, they will fix their economy. Well, exactly. And, and then people won't need to come to the U.S. So, hey. All right. We get back. We got to go over all kinds of stuff, including Joe. Joe is afraid of somebody, Rich. Who could that and, be? And we're going to talk about it because he says he's afraid to do things because he might get in trouble. Sounds like be? a kid. <laughs> I don't get it. Hey, okay. Hang with us a few more minutes. This is Eric and Rich out in California. This is Rich. Right Looks like you're not sleeping well. Yeah. How did you know? And Megan! What? Hey, you're that guy. The My Pillow guy. That's right, and I'm here to help you get the best sleep of your lives. <sighs> oh, you have a down pillow. Here's the problem with down pillows. You lay there, you feel comfortable, and guess what? It goes down, and you got one bent neck. So this pillow's no good, and I see you sleeping on memory foam. Right, right. Well, I'll show you what's wrong with that idea. Okay. Sleep's all about too high or too low, and I'm going to okay. show you where your comfort level would be. So, you know, that feels better. Right, that's better, better but I'm not going to sit and hold this all day. <laughs> so every morning you're getting up like, you know, it's not mm -hmm. good. You're sleeping better. Much better. And you're looking good. Feeling, feeling good. good. I knew you would. Clean Slate Tax and your tax mess. Clean Slate Tax is a tax relief company that helps alleviate tax debts. Tax relief, tax credit, deduction, small businesses, we do it all. Find out if you're eligible for tax debt relief. Call Clean Slate Tax today at 888-839-6139. That's 888-839-6139. Sue and Joe are two hardworking entrepreneurs. But recently, business has been slow. The idea of launching an online store has crossed their minds, but the thought of designing, building, and managing an e-commerce website is a bit overwhelming. Luckily, Sue recently heard about ShopToTheRight.com, a new website where she can list and sell her products without the hassle of maintaining her own website. Best of all, ShopToTheRight already has shoppers ready to buy her products. ShopToTheRight.com is dedicated to connecting freedom-loving Americans and business owners. Learn more today at ShopToTheRight.com. Hey, 
And thank you for staying with us. This is Eric Thompson uh, with Rich again out here in California. Good afternoon. If you don't know, we're north. Uh, I'm north of Fresno. He's in Fresno. And there's some Fresno. news. Uh, I heard it, Rich. I heard about uh, a friend of mine is going to be down there, and uh, Fresno is uh, they're uh, suspending police for speaking out against Black Lives Matter and Antifa, and a old movie theater has just got purchased by a church, and I guess. The left is protesting outside the church each service because yeah. they don't want them holding church. Oh yeah, in it's Fresno, been, it's <laughs> it's in a it's in a part of town that's a little um, well, it's, well, it's not a little. It's you know, it's just kind of the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Alternative uh, part of town. Is that over in the Tower District? Yeah, Tower District. And it's it's, it's neat. It's, it's our San Francisco, our yeah. block of San Francisco it, in Fresno. You know, it's it it is what it is. I'm not even going to get into that one. <laughs> but Fresno is an interesting place. Moved here about 30 years ago, and uh, um, it was a good little city when I first moved here. It's still an okay city. I'll give it that. Okay, but uh, it's okay a lot that of stuff I don't going I, on here. It's so okay. I don't live in it. Okay. Well, the thing is, is I'd love to move. I love California. I love the beaches. I love being able to ski in an hour and a half and be at the beach in, in two hours and just the locale. But man, taxes are killing me. I mean, we're getting close to retirement age and you know, we're thinking about having to boot, scoot and boogie. But um, kind of sucks because, again, I love the uh, love the state. Well, yeah, it's changing quickly. So here, yeah. let's head over to. Let's Unless we get what's her name, uh, uh, his name, her name. What's what's um, the Jenner? Bruce, oh, Bruce. Or, or no, what, what's her name? Caitlin? No. Is it Caitlin Jenner? I don't know. That what he goes by or she goes by running for governor though. Did you right. hear that? Yeah. He, she, he, she is, um, uh, running, uh, <laughs> pictures of him winning the decathlon as a stud and then talking about how now I'm going to fix California as well, I'm okay. Well, As you would say, say I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there with that one. Uh, the, okay. the toughest race of his life or her life. Well, okay. <laughs> but when he ran, it was his. He ran the uh, race and he did really good. And well, I don't know what wrong, but the toughest oh, race of her life. Okay. <laughs> hey, I got to go and, back to that immigration thing real quick. Okay. Gonna, we're gonna, uh, sure. Uh, we were talking about, you know, this open border policy and, and I just said, you know, let's do it the right way. And, you know, those who come through the right way, blah, blah, blah. Well, I was just reading about thousands of migrants freed in the United States about that DHL's resettlement in Florida and Texas. And um, it's the Remain in Mexico program. And I was reading up on this. And it said here more than 71,000 of the asylum cases uh, under the Remain in, in Mexico uh, law or whatever they want to call it. Policy, yeah. Policy. Less than 1% of the foreign nationals were found to have legitimate asylum claims. 1% of 71,000 cases. That's why Trump set that up. He said, yeah. look, you're going to stay in Mexico while Until your hearing comes up. Right. Because we know you're full of it. 1%? So under Biden, guess what? 100% of those are getting in, even right. though 1% qualifies. 25,000 hmm. of the migrants involved enrolled. <clears throat> Uh, are starting to be released. Uh, let's see here. 25 to Florida, Miami, uh, Orlando, Texas, Arlington, El Paso, Houston. What is that? Parasol, Laredo, geez, and Pete's. And then you got many, uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco, San Diego, Arlington, Virginia. 
everywhere. Did anybody get new neighbors lately? <laughs> well, let, let me let me I'm going to do this real quick because I don't want to get off the Biden one. But this is going to explain what you're saying. OK, Schumer, majority leader in the Senate is from the New York Slimes. Schumer readies plan B to push immigration changes unilaterally. He's going to he's trying to use the budget reconciliation process to push through amnesty for these people as they get in a country in Texas. Right. Where it's, they want to flip it. Florida, they want to flip it. And all these other states, they're going to try to take a financial budget reconciliation and slip in. Amnesty. And, and, and the New York Times is bragging about it. Yeah. Right. Schumer is going to go totally around the Congress, totally violate the separation of powers, and he's going to put through 10, 12, 15, 20 million people getting citizenship without the approval of Congress. That's why they're moving these people to specific states because they expect to be able to give them citizenship, Meanwhile, which would totally can. flip Texas and Florida permanently. Okay, now let's get over to... Uh, Sleepy Joe, because I want to get your feedback on this. Who in the world? Okay. I personally think, and you can tell me what you think, Rich. I think if you want to be the president of the United States, you have an ego the size of the Rose Bowl. What do you think? <laughs> you think? You have to be an egomaniac to want to be president. I know they're serving their people. And I know it's all about, but you got to want to be the man. Yeah, when you're the most powerful person in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so so then this is a story from Breitbart. I've been seeing this all for the last week. Uh, I'm sorry. It's funny because I've been keeping my nose out of the the news, and you brought this up, and I haven't realized it. It's funny. Gateway Pundit, Christina Layla. Uh, I, this is Joe Biden speaking the most powerful person in the world, the egomaniac like the rest of them, I think. <clears throat> "Quote: I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in trouble." Unquote. Joe Biden to restaurant employees asking for a group photo. How do you get in trouble, and who by who if you're the president for taking a photo? I mean, you had Biden going. I mean, uh, uh, Obama going around shooting basketball and stuff. Having burgers, you know, photo op anytime. Have you ever so, heard a president say, I can't do this because I'm going to get in trouble? No. And that's <laughs> leads us back to the, the puppet aspect. <sighs> Who would he get in trouble by? That's what we're going to try to figure Joe, out here. That's in the- not what we told you to do. You can't do that. You can't speak anymore. You can't take photos anymore. You just need to say what we tell you to say. He's probably got an earpiece. You know, it's not it's not a hearing aid. It's a that's mic. True. It's, a hearing- it's a little headphone so, so it says that. it says joe biden visited a mexican restaurant in washington dc on cinco de mayo to pander to the latino community biden chatted with management of las gemelas gemelas on wednesday and had to rely on his note cards he's chatting with people and he needs note cards because he can't speak off the cuff that's right they don't want him saying anything that he sh- you know will screw up saying what I, that one really? I don't know. Kind of hit me right now. I'm trying to picture that. Okay, okay. Um, a a Biden, you're going to go to the restaurant with the Mexicans, right? And you're going to try to somehow connect with them. But we know you're too stupid to be able to carry on a conversation with someone. So we're going to give you note cards with notes, 
And when you don't know what to do, look at your feeble your feeble mind and look down and say, "Hi, I would like two tacos and a burrito on Cinco de Mayo." Or you Instead, could say quesadilla like I did when I first tasted- moved. I didn't, I didn't know it was called quesadilla. So when oh. I was reading it on the, I was doing a radio show. I said, uh, "We're gonna have some of them quesadillas," and I got hotlined. Oh, that's that's quesadilla, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, armadillo quesadilla looks the same to me. <laughs> But, well, well, you using his using his note card. Um, he got asked though uh, outside of the what was written down, and the restaurant employee said, uh, "Joe, could you take a group photo with us? Could you take a picture, Joe?" And he says, "Quote, I'm going to get in trouble." Unquote. Biden said, "I uh, don't really understand that why because but this is this is the third time." In a week that Biden has said those magic words. So the question is, who could he get in trouble with? So here are some of the examples. Um, Biden told reporters last week that he's going to get in trouble if he answered one, any more questions than he was allowed to in a dry. Because um, this is when he lost his mask. You remember that? Right. And and they, they, they go, OK, question, questions. He goes, OK, um, uh, if I answer any more questions, I, I'm going to probably get in trouble. So I can't. Where's my mask? What's your name? Oh, you're my wife. What country am I in? Who am I? Um, then, then he 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 was. Uh, well, he called of, Harris the president. What three times? Well, yeah, twice he said uh, President and Harris, and then he said he was going to be sleeping in the vice president's bedroom. Um, uh, some other things are are escaping me. But but, but, who, but who is he going to get in trouble with? I mean, is it going oh, to be? I'm sure it's going to be Harris or Jill. Okay. <laughs> I think Harris is back there going, did you say another word? Leave that up to me. And then Jill's, you know, you again, if you don't I follow my a... policies, you're going to be sleeping with the vice president. I mean, no, the, <laughs> the other room. Yeah, yeah. He said, if I, if, I don't, if I don't agree with, like, the policies, then yeah, I'm going to be sleeping in my own. Education. I'm not going to sleep with my wife anymore. I... I, I think it's pretty obvious. Barack Obama. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Is running the country. Right. And Biden, um, because his handlers are around Biden with Joe, with Jill. And when they, when they chose him, I think they said, Jill, uh, keep Joe hidden. And when you get him in... We're going to tell you what to do, and all you have to do is keep him from totally exposing his issues. If you can do that, you can be the first lady. You're right. And so here we are, and Joe's like doing his little his little feeble walk where his feet only move was like like two two inches as he shuffles. Shuffle. And then and then he falls downstairs going up airplanes, and he's like, uh, "Where's my ma- where's my mask? I lost my mask." <laughs> Um, another question. I, I can't answer any more questions, or I might get in trouble. trouble. I can't take a can, photo. Can we get I a photo? No, I'm gonna. I could get in trouble. I could. I could get in trouble. Darn it! 
and and it's like uh joe uh you you could tell the world you could tell your handlers you're fired all right you have them arrested you're out of here (laughs) shut up you can you you know what leave me alone but but i know joe is i know joe is scared when he goes in and out of those lapses and he's terrified yeah. that they'll abandon him in front of a large group of people and they abandon him. I think he's terrified of that. You know, he is. I because totally agree on that. can you imagine that if the whole, if, if a whole crowd staring at him and he doesn't know, he doesn't know what to say. I mean, uh, that, talk about Mike shock. I know <laughs> because then you're like, uh, uh, a couple of times he's even said during press conferences, he looks around and he goes, what am I supposed to do right now? Oh, what am I supposed to say or do? Yeah. What am, where, what, what am I doing? Oh, okay. Words, take me by the hand and guide me. Because I'm president only because I was promised some goodies or something. I'm not quite sure. Right. Or if you, hey, if you follow the rules, we're going to let Hunter get away with everything we busted him on on those laptops. Yeah, yeah. You do what you're supposed to, and Hunter goes, okay. So I'll take one free. for the family, Joe. So. Okay, we get back. We're going to finish up with a little story that Rich is going to read on the differences between generations. So don't go anywhere. All right. Looks like you're not sleeping well. Yeah. How did you know? Hey, Megan. What? Hey, you're that guy. The my pillow guy. That's right, and I'm here to help you get the best sleep of your lives. Oh, you have a down pillow. Here's the problem with down pillows. You lay there, you feel comfortable, and guess what? It goes down, and you got one bent neck. So this pillow's no good, and I see you sleeping on memory foam. Right, right. I'll show you what's wrong with that idea. Okay. Sleep's all about too high or too low, and I'm going to show you where your comfort level would be. You know, that feels better. Right, that's better, but I'm not going to sit and hold this all day. (laughs) So every morning you're getting up like, you know, it's not Mm -hmm. good. You're sleeping better. Much better. And you're looking good. Feeling Feeling good. good. I knew you would. Speed supplies have been completely wiped out. We have our evacuation of all counties. I report complete devastation. We have a giant There are forces in this world that remind us of how fragile we are. We thought we were safe. We thought it could never happen to us. Then life like a fog descends upon us, blanketing our memories. Through the haze, we travel its hidden paths, lost in its secret places. And when the storm, turbulent and immovable, forces us to shelter, we remember. It calls to us, calls us back. Back to the ports and the harbors of our past. We fight the currents that pull and drag us off course, not a light or star to chart the way. And when we arrive, we don't always know it at first, the places we once loved guised by time. Then we see it, the place we've been trying to get back to, Safe at last, we've found our way home.
Okay, let's finish up this show here. Thank you so much for hanging with us. This is uh, Rich and Eric out in California. And before I have Rich read this magic story, um, our sponsors, and I'm going to do this quickly. uh, We only choose businesses that I think can help you. (laughs) Not just... Not just, hey, um, let's throw a bunch of stuff up against the wall and see if anybody's happy. So let me go through these real quick. There's millions of people that owe taxes to the federal government. You're behind. Or your business taxes, your payroll taxes. And you're mounting up a big debt with the federal government. They have a program called the Fresh Start Initiative that you could actually get massive relief in the amount you owe legally and get the IRS off your back. So this is, I know people that have gone through this, a company's attorneys and it works. So clean slate tax, call them for a free consultation, but they can help you get out, out from under the IRS's liens and their garnishments and everything else. Call them 888-839-6139. So call ask for Joe, 839-6139-888-839-6139. Suck it up. If you owe federal taxes to the IRS or business, don't say I'm embarrassed. Nobody knows. You and God know. And you can tell these guys privately and they can help you out. 888-839-6139. My Patriot Supply has ready-to-eat meals. They've got solar, cell phone charging units, all kinds of things that you could need just in case something happens or if you're even going to go camping and you want to have some resources with you. So go over to it's my Patriot supply, but our special website is getpatriotsupplies.net. Getpatriotsupply.net. Make sure you're ready. And my pillow, everybody knows Mike Lindell at my pillow support Mike. Now our promo code is FLS for four Liberty's sake. FLS will get you up to 66 percent off at mypillow.com again promo code fls if you just like to call and you want to buy pillows and you already know what you want and you want to get a great deal up to 66 percent off call 1-800-864-0148 1-800-864-0148 give them a call that's our number tell them you want to take advantage uh using our promo code of fls okay my pillow we are we we talk, we opened the show with Marxism and we've been talking about the fallout of the Biden administration with open borders and and trying and denial that everything um, that basically everything needs to change. Kumbaya in the pursuit. We need of, to wipe it clean. So Rich was talking Why about you have you have a little article here about was it well, a conversation it's, between it's, two it's, generations? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a conversation between two generations. It's from Tara Barton the third. And uh, it's called the Fabulous 50s. Checking out at the store, the young cashier suggested to the much older lady that she should bring her own grocery bags because plastic bags were not good for the environment. The woman apologized to the young girl and explained, we didn't have this green thing back in my earlier days. The young clerk responded, that's our problem today. Your generation did not care enough to save our environment for the future generations. The older lady said, She was right. Our generation didn't have the green thing in its days. The older lady went on to explain, back then we returned milk bottles, soda soda bottles, and beer bottles to the store. The store sent them back to the plant to be washed and sterilized and refilled so they could use the same bottles over and over again. So really they were recycled. But we didn't have the green thing back in our day. 
and grocery stores bagged our groceries in brown paper bags that were reused for numerous things. Most memorable besides household garbage bags was the use of brown paper bags as book covers for our school books. This was to ensure that public property, the books that the, the provided by the school, were not defaced by our scribblings. Then we were able to personalize our books in our own on our paper our brown paper bags. But too bad we didn't do the green thing back then. We walked up the we walked upstairs because we didn't have escalators in every store and office buildings. We walked to the grocery store and didn't climb into a 300 horsepower machine every time we had to go two blocks. But she was right. We didn't have the green thing in our day. <laughs> Back when we washed the baby's diapers because we didn't have throwaway kind. We dry clothes on the line, not energy gobbling machines burning up 220 volts. Wind and solar power really did our did dry our clothes back in the early days. Kids got hand-me-down clothes from my brothers and sisters, not always brand new clothing. But the young lady was right. We didn't have the green thing back in our day. Back then, we had one TV, one radio in our house, not every TV in the room. And the TV had a small screen on it, the size of a handkerchief. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not a screen the size of Montana. In the kitchen, we had to blend to stir everything by hand because we didn't have electric machines to do everything for us. We packaged a fragile item and sent it in the mail. Yes, we did. We used wadded up old uh, newspaper to cushion it, not styrofoam and plastic bubble wrap. Back then, we didn't fire up an engine and burn gasoline just to cut the lawn. We used a push mower that ran on human power. We exercised by working, so we didn't need to go to a health club to run on a treadmill that operates on electricity. But she was right. We didn't have the green thing back then. We drank from the fountain when we were thirsty instead of using cups and plastic bottles every time we drank uh, water. We refilled writing pens with ink instead of buying new ones. We replaced razor blades, I remember this, with new razors when they would go dull instead of throwing away the old razor. But we didn't have the, the green thing back then. Back then, people took streetcars and buses and kids rode their bikes to school and walked instead of turning to their moms into a 24-hour taxi service in the family's $45,000 SUV or van which costs what a house used to cost before the right. green thing. We had one electrical outlet in every room, not an entire bank of sockets to power dozens of appliances. And we didn't need computer gadgets to receive a signal beam from satellites 23,000 miles away in order to find the nearest burger joint. So true. But isn't it sad the current generation laminates how wasteful we owed folk were just because we didn't have the green thing back then. So please share this to another selfish old person who needs a lesson in conversations from a smart ass young person. Uh, we don't like being old in the first place this is what I love. We don't like being old in the first place. Right. So it doesn't take much to piss us off, That's especially right. from a tattooed multi peer smart ass who can't make change without a cash register telling them how much bingo. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of a I give couple them two things. cents back and they're like, uh what do, I do, do you remember do you remember when McDonald's would, would write your order on a piece of paper and oh, then yeah. do them so the, the the employees I remember the girl the, the, the girls especially um I would okay we two Big Macs, a fries, a chocolate shake, and they would be checking the box and right. they right there added it up with they're tax. Terrible. Right. Took the money, gave the change. Now you watch somebody at Taco Bell. Okay, it's like it's like five dollars and ninety nine cents, and I give them six, and they go like this. That's what I mean. And then they put it in the computer, and they go, "Oh, it's one penny." 
<laughs> and they they are they have the cash the little the coin just uh, machine that kicks out the penny, right? Because they don't even want them to try to try to to give change count the change because they'll rip <laughs> off the company by giving out too much it's money. I just I, thought that was pertinent because again, play. I remember going and collecting Coke bottles and taking them back to the oh yeah, ten, so ten get, cents a bottle exactly. You know, and um, I remember stealing my neighbor's bottles. And going to mow lawns with that stupid, that roller mower yeah. that you'd roll and it just tear up the grass. And then you had the edger that you'd roll on the side. And then you actually had clippers that you would try to edge with, little tiny hand clippers. Right. Like, oh, really yeah. Your hands get, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think you're making a good point because it, technology was supposed to make things better and easier for us. And, and, and now they want technology to to somehow become green when in reality – uh, like doing this show, right? I've got a, I've got a light beaming down on me. I've got like 18 items plugged in here. We've got our big TVs in the rooms. We've got multiple computer screens, you know, towers. Everything's being run. We do. We, we're never going to walk a mile to go to the store. I mean, how stupid would that be? Yeah, no, can't happen here. When we did, remember as a kid? Yeah, yeah. I remember I had to go to the <laughs> Y. If I got up in the morning, if I wanted to work out, I had to go. I don't know. I, I was younger, but. Let's say it's three miles to the YMCA before school. I would, I, my mom wouldn't take me. I had to, I had to run all the way there, work out, and then run a mile and a half back to the school. And I had never complained once and said, "This is wrong. I should get a ride to go to my fitness yes. center to Somebody go." Somebody should drive me to the front door and let me out. Yeah, I, I want to go work out. Somebody should drive me. I used to skateboard, and this is when we had the crappy skateboards. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would skateboard, I'd say, at least 25 miles round trip just to go see my girlfriend. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So, we started the show with Marxism. Okay. So, this huge government bureaucracy taking away our rights. And now we're ending with, no, we don't have the new Green Deal and this huge government trying to put their fangs in our lives. It was that we actually had less power being used, less violence, and a better community before all this stuff kicked in. And so your little true. whippersnapper with 14 piercings. By the way, how do people get those $1,000 tattoos if they're on welfare? I, it's beyond me. I see it all That's over what the I place. Say about, it's by the you know, the latest what Apple Eleven to the you know four hundred dollar Nike shoes to the eighty inch big screen to the the latest uh, Xbox PlayStation box whatever it may be. Again, what's the definition of poor? Whole another story. I mean, show. <laughs> and they're complaining. And they're complaining about non no no equity that they yeah. don't have. Most don't people have. Anything. They have air conditioning, they have cars, they have phones, and everything else. So, all right, Rich, this was an entertaining show. So, uh, thanks again. And for uh, you guys, when you get a hold of us, head over to for libertiessake.com, for libertiessake.com, and check out everything. And we'll be back here again tomorrow, same time, same bat channel. Have a great night. Peace out.